Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soul Talk podcast. My name is Mary Beth Rim, and as a licensed psychotherapist and coach, I am deeply invested in promoting holistic well-being. This podcast is specifically crafted for those who are determined to live a healthier lifestyle and are ready to invest the necessary time and energy to achieve it. However, please be aware that this podcast does not serve as a substitute for medical care or therapy. The primary objective is to delve into the intricate connections between your mind, body, and spirit, and assist you in discovering your true self through enriching conversations that will accompany you as we embark on this journey and put in the miles together. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Soul Talk podcast. I'm Mary Beth Rim, and I'm your host, and I am delighted that you've joined me today. Now, imagine a world where we could all just be ourselves with no pretenses, filters, or societal masks. Sounds refreshing, doesn't it? Today, I'm going to dive deep into the essence of what it means to embrace our true selves. In this age of filtered realities and pressured perceptions, understanding and celebrating our raw and edited self becomes more important than ever. Whether you're someone who's been on this journey of self-acceptance or done some work and your inner self for a while, or you're just starting out to ask those introspective questions. Today's discussion promises insights and perhaps a nudge towards looking inward and appreciating the real you. So today we're going to uncover the layers and celebrate authenticity and truly understand what it means to be fair and beautiful. And I realize that that actually sounds pretty vulnerable, pretty scary. But in the end, you'll be thinking going, yeah, I really want to be me. So I'll ask this question in the beginning, like I ask all of my clients. I ask the question of, who are you? And sometimes when I first asked that question, they're a little puzzled. A lot of times we think we know who we are, but in reality, when we really think deeply about it, it's really difficult to answer. And I always tell people, please don't answer that question like off the top of your head. This is something that you really need to just sit back and really think about. Who am I? The true self is a term often used in psychology, spirituality, and philosophy. It refers to an individual's most authentic version, free from societal expectations, conditional behaviors, and masks. It's the core essence of an individual, unburdened by external influences 
and is deeply aligned with one's innate values, beliefs, desires, and inclinations. So why is this significant in our lives? What is authentic living anyways? I mean, that term seems to be thrown around a lot. It's like, well, it's our authentic self. But again, you really need to know who you are before you really actually are living your authentic self. So authentic living really is, is it's when we are aligned with our true self, our actions, decisions, and interactions, they come from a place of authenticity, come from a place of being real, the real person, genuine. This makes life more fulfilling as our actions are congruent with our inner beliefs. It also improves relationships. So being in touch with our true self allows for genuine connections with others. We're not hiding from who we are, thinking that, oh, they're not going to like the real me. So when we're genuine, we attract that similar energy, the realness, the genuineness, the authenticity, and that fosters deep, meaningful relationships. It also recognizes and living as our true self, it minimizes that, those internal conflicts. So when we are not battling between who we are and who we pretend to be, we find that inner tranquility, that inner, that inner peace, knowing that we're not faking it till we make it, that we're actually just being who we really are. And also knowing our true self offers a clear compass for decisions, both big and small. When faced with choices, our inner self provides guidance that aligns with our deepest values. By tapping into our true self, we unlock a reservoir of creativity and imagination. It allows us to express ourselves freely without the constraints of societal expectations. But that doesn't mean to go off and hurt somebody. Again, your beliefs, your values, your opinions are yours and own them. But it doesn't mean to get into fights about what is right and wrong because what I always say is that there really is no right and wrong. It's just different in opinions per se. There's a difference, you know, in your opinion and who you really are. That's what real freedom really is. It's about expressing yourself freely with who you are on the inside, not on the outside. Because see, we, we seek these external influences. We seek this external validation. And that's not being our true self. So when you turn that around and you're not, you're no longer seeking that outside validation, but you're seeking the inside validation, knowing that you love and care for yourself. So accepting and understanding your true self equips you with the emotional strength to face life's adversities instead of being swayed again by external factors. So when you learn to navigate these challenges from a place of self-assuredness, 
So you're sure of yourself. You know, a lot of times we doubt ourselves because we think that others aren't going to like what we have to say. And they may not, they may not like what you have to say. But when you come from a place of confidence in a loving, kind way, it makes a big difference. So that creates that emotional resilience and it also creates personal growth, being in touch with our true self. It acts as a catalyst for personal growth. So it pushes us to confront aspects of ourselves that need healing or transformation and it encourages self-reflection and evolution. So discovering our true self often leads to realizing our life's purpose. So when we understand who we truly are at our core, it becomes easier to identify what brings us joy, meaning, and fulfillment. And of course, there's there's societal pressures and masks that we wear. So let's talk about that for uh, um, a few minutes. So understanding these societal pressures may help you really dig deep inside and ask yourself again, who am I? So conformity is, is, is a big one. So society often has underwritten rules and expectations from a very young age as we're conditioned to fit into certain molds, be it in terms of behavior, career choices, or lifestyle. And, you know, the modern world places a strong emphasis also on material success. So if you have a, a 3,500 to 5,000 square foot home, that means that, wow, you must be doing really good. You must be happy. You're so successful. You have a lot of money. But again, that's not success. Success comes from the inside. So what that does is it compels you to pursue careers or lifestyles that really might not resonate with your true self. Also, beauty standards. This is really, um, this is really significant, especially for women. You know, women are supposed to be beautiful on the outside. Again, that's that external, external thing going on. So beauty standards largely influenced by our media, social media, pop culture, things that we see billboards, magazines, television, oh, they can pressure you to look a certain way, leads, which leads to issues like, you know, um, low self-esteem and body images and eating disorders. Also, cultural and family expectations. Many cultures have predefined roles and expectations for individuals based on our gender, our age, and our family, and our traditions. And also our digital lives. This is really big again, that we seek that validation. The age of social media often means living a dual life, the real versus the curated. The pressure to present an ideal life online can really be overwhelming. It's really hard to 
sometimes, you know, catch up or sometimes really understanding what is real and, and what isn't anymore because we have this persona online and we have our real self. And we also wear masks. What are they? They're, you know, this mask is that we want to be perfection. And we wear this perfectionist mask. So this mask is about appearing flawless. So you might hide these, hide your mistakes, vulnerabilities, and insecurities to project an image of perfection. There is no perfection. It's just, it's progress every single day. Every single day we live our life the best way that we can, the best way that we know how. And also there's a people pleaser mask. So wearing this mask, you'll go to great lengths to avoid any kind of conflict, often at the expense of your own needs or feelings. Or we also appear to be tough. You know, that toughness comes from protecting ourselves from any perceived threats or vulnerabilities. We may put on a facade of toughness that denies our own sensitivities. That's a tough one. Using humor, a lot of people use humor as a major defense mechanism. You know, you might hide your true feelings or concerns and you make light of a serious situation just to avoid, you know, confronting it. It's hard to confront a really tough situation sometimes. And these little defense mechanisms create a facade about, again, it's, I shouldn't be confronting this. This is going to be bad for me. People aren't going to like me. People aren't going to accept me. And then some hide behind a facade of intelligence or knowledge, afraid that showing any lack of understanding will diminish your worth in others' eyes. So if you don't complete sentences in a really intelligent way, people are going to look at you as you're dumb, you don't know anything. And also sometimes we play the victim. So by always appearing helpless or oppressed, you might be seeking validation, attention, or avoiding any kind of responsibility for your actions. But the impact on wearing any of these masks, it's emotionally training. You know, maintaining a facade is it's mentally and emotionally taxing. And it leads to burnout and anxiety and depression because we're always having to figure out what other people want from us instead of who we really are. Also, it causes relationship strains. It really, the lack of trust, you know, because a lot of people may see that uh, you can't be trusted because you're not showing up the way that you should show up of who you really are. And over time, you know, there's a loss of identity that you may lose by wearing a mask because it's like, who really am I? Where's my identity? And also it causes a lot of, of course, physical health problems, 
stress and anxiety, you know, um, lack of sleep, disturbances, digestive issues, overeating, you know, more. But in a world where fitting in is often valued more than standing out or more than actually being yourself, it's essential to recognize these pressures and masks. By doing so, we can make conscious efforts to break free and live in alignment with our true self by fostering genuine happiness and holistic well-being. You see, it's, you know, a lot of times we, when we hide behind these masks, we hide behind them because we're afraid of other people not liking us. And it's, it's really difficult that, um, to be ourselves sometimes because again, with social media, even in our group relationships, family, friends, they want us to be something that they're not, that you're not, that it's hard really to, to keep up with that because you're like, well, this is who I am. This is the real me. And a lot of people don't like the real me. Take dating, for instance. Um, when you first meet somebody, are you really your true self? Or are you pretending to be somebody that you're not so that this other person will like you? And often what happens is, is that in relationships and early relationships like dating and such, when you're out there looking for a mate, your true colors, your true self actually does kind of come out later on. And then when you're married or when you're in a long, long long-term relationship, when you feel safe to come out, Sometimes that can cause conflict because the person's like, the other person might be thinking, who is this person? What happened to this other person that I loved and cared for? They're no longer there. So a lot of times later on when we get to deeper in the relationship, our true self does emerge. But, you know, there's between authenticity and beauty, um, you know, there's an inherent value. See, just as a gemstone, beauty lies in its unique patterns, flaws, colors, and a person's value shines through their authentic experiences, emotions, and perceptions. And we all have flaws. We all have strengths. So both beauty and authenticity celebrate the inherent worth that's present in the raw, the unaltered, the flaw, the flaws and all. So when you're in relationships, people will accept your flaws as well as your strengths. You know, imperfection, we worry about being imperfect. 
So in the art of and nature, beauty often lies in imperfections. You know, see these gnarled branches of a tree or the asymmetric strokes of a painting. So similarly, authenticity embraces imperfections, vulnerabilities, and our unique quirks. So recognizing that these elements often define and it elevates our character. You know, see surface beauty that captures the eye. It does because I've known a lot of people say, oh, she's just eye candy or he's just eye candy. But that's on the outside. I mean, we don't have a, a mirror that you can look on the inside and see the beauty on the inside, but it's the, it, the depth and substance on the inside is what really captures and captivates the heart, where authenticity offers this depth, ensuring that beauty isn't just skin deep, but stems from a core of genuine self-awareness and truth. You know, true beauty isn't bound by time or fleeting trends. Classics remain beautiful throughout the ages, throughout time. And authenticity transcends passing societal norms. An authentic person remains consistent in their essence, regardless of changing times. And beauty often evokes emotional responses. It soothes, it excites, or it resonates with observers. And authenticity too, it forms deep emotional connections when someone is feeling, when someone is genuine. You know, others tend to resonate with their emotions, their feelings, and their experiences much, much more profoundly. So in essence, authenticity and beauty are interlinked and their celebration of truth, depth, imperfection, and rarity. When we recognize authenticity as a form of beauty, we enrich our understanding of both concepts, fostering a world where individuals are celebrated for your genuine essence rather than mere superficial appearances. A lot of our relationships are superficial. It you know, it, it's, we just have like the surface. We don't dig deep. We're afraid to go deep. And why? Because of judgment. The fear of being judged revolves around apprehension. Like you're being evaluated, you're being criticized or misunderstood by others. See, we're, we're conditioned from childhood that you often receive feedback about how you behave. And that leads to a heightened awareness of societal expectations of how you should behave, how you should look, how you should be. And that is cemented in your psyche. And that causes fear. It's like, I don't want to be judged or criticized, so I guess I should be this way or feel this way. And this often leads to like self-censoring. You're not being who you are. So you suppress yourself just so you could fit in to this norm, whatever that may be. You know, so fear of judgment can, you know, it creates 
and it, or it inhibits an out-of-the-box thinking and expression. You're not able to express your ideas. You're not able to express your creativity for fear of being judged. So vulnerability is, is, is also the fear of vulnerability, you know, pertains to the anxiety around exposing your, your emotions, your weaknesses, or your true self. You know, they, some have personal past traumas, you know, how emotional hurts can make you, you know, weary of opening up ever again. And like in some cultures, showing vulnerability or expressing emotions is just, it's a big no-no. It's a sign of weakness. You can't do that. So this really hampers genuine connections. So if you don't show your true self, relationships will remain superficial. And it also limits the relationship. It limits the growth. So facing and embracing vulnerabilities is the path to personal evolution. You know, so constantly shielding vulnerabilities can lead to emotional exhaustion, increased stress, fear, shame, grief, guilt. You know, also there's a fear of being ostracized, feeling the dread of being excluded or shunned by a group. You know, I mean, being a part of the group is, is crucial for survival, but exclusion can mean grave danger to you and your physical, emotional health. So you really want to kind of look at, you know, look at that. So while these fears are common and deeply ingrained, recognizing them is, is really the first step to addressing and overcoming them. So with conscious effort and support and self-awareness, that's the key. It's key is self-awareness. Individuals can navigate their fears of fostering a life of authenticity, connection, and emotional well-being. So embracing your vulnerability, facing judgment. There's always going to be judgment in the world. And seeking a genuine community, people that are are really genuine. Um, That can be really uh, transformative for you. Also allowing for enriched personal experiences and with a more profound human connection. So how do you do that? Self-reflection, just really being self-aware, understand and get to know your values and your beliefs and your desires. Write them down in a daily journal, you know, and then reflect on them at the end of the day. You know, pay full attention when someone is listening and speaking. You know, avoid preparing a response while while they're still talking, you know, active listening, being in the present moment really is a mindful way to mindful listening and embrace vulnerability. It's scary though. You know, understand that we all have weaknesses and it's okay to expose them at times. It's okay. And not play the comparison part. We do that on social media all the time. And I think that's what causes substance abuse, causes anxiety, it causes depression. It causes a lot of um, things that can really impact your health. So take a, a, a break from social media, a week, two weeks, whatever it is. And then sit back and again, ask yourself, you know, who, who am I? 
you know, be assertive, embrace your imperfection. You know, it just, and continually learn and actually ditch the people pleasing. So being genuine is a continuous journey, you know, and with time and persistence, changing some habits really can shape a more genuine, authentic self, which leads to deeper connections and a much more, a much more fulfilling life. So you want to celebrate yourself and really find out, you know, who you are. You want to create a safe space for yourself, create a safe space for others as well. You want to be a beacon of hope and unity and and mutual respect. So you want to really shift that thinking, shift um, all of that. So again, embracing your true self, it's a journey of introspection. Go inward. Don't look outward for whatever it is. When you start to look outward, say to other people or social media, become aware that you're doing that. You know, you want to grow and you want to accept yourself for who you are. And again, set aside time to really reflect on yourself. Journal. What are your feelings? You know, meditation, mindful meditation every day. Sit there and deep breathing, guided meditation. All of those things really help. Um, I'm a meditation teacher. I do, I perform meditation. I have guided meditations. Um, and that really helps. I also do meditations, uh, every day and also positive affirmations help as well. You know, um, tailored to your self-worth and your strengths. Everybody has strengths. Everybody has weaknesses. You know, you establish boundaries, clearly define your limits in personal and professional settings. Learn to say no. Learn to say no. No is a complete sentence. Boundaries ensure that you remain true to your needs and you don't overextend or compromise your authenticity. So you really, um, also I think that uh, doing a digital detox is, is, I think, very and really necessary. So the journey to uh, self-acceptance is multifaceted and employing a combination of introspective tools and external support can pave the way to a deeper understanding and embrace um, your authentic self, whether it's the introspective power of journaling, the grounding nature of mindfulness, or the validating experience of seeking any kind of a support, it all plays a pivotal role in nurturing a genuine acceptance. So I thank you today for joining me. Remember, the journey of life, the most courageous act to be yourself. It really is. It's the most courageous act is to really just learn who you are and little by little, you know, put yourself out there and eventually you'll be able to put yourself out there fully. I never suggest 
just one day wake up and go, here I am. You have to learn who you are. And that takes time and effort. So really, it's courageous. Until next time, stay genuine, stay kind, and always stay true to who you are. Remember that everyone's journey to better health and wellness is unique. And it's important to find strategies and practices that work for you by prioritizing self-care, staying active, getting enough sleep, connecting with others, eating a balanced diet, and managing stress. You can take control of your own health and well-being and achieve a better quality of life. Thank you for tuning in to the Soul Talk podcast. I trust that this episode has provided you with invaluable insights and strategies for enhancing your health and well-being. So to keep the conversation going, connect with me on social media. You can find me on Instagram under LCSW Runner. Also, I have a Facebook group called High Impact Series. Please stay tuned for forthcoming episodes where we delve deeper into a range of wellness-related topics. Remember, prioritizing your wellness is an ongoing journey, not a destination. By consistently putting in the effort and practicing self-care, you can achieve optimal well-being and live your best life. So let's embark on this journey together and put in the miles.